What is going on, Warriors? It's Jay here. Episode number four. It starts with you on the Warrior Athlete Elite Podcast. Right, let's get into it. Okay, so I've just finished up with the second round of the success roadmaps that's been sent in by our smaller group of the Warrior Athlete Elite. Man, I tell you what, it's an amazing experience. Getting to read people's thoughts, their feelings, their emotions, their wants, their desires, their fears, what's holding them back, what they want to go towards, what they want to get away from. It's, oh my God, it's actually, it's, it's got my soul on fire and I fucking love it. The beautiful thing is, is the success, the success roadmap, it's something I've been sitting on for a little while. Um, I created it once I had sat down, I put pen to paper, I looked at what's worked for me, I've looked at what's worked for other people and I looked at the core of it really has come from of, of what I've been doing in the last 12 months is I've built Warfight Athletic from nothing. Um, and it's a system that keeps me accountable, it keeps me focused, it keeps me on track. And I thought, hey, I'm onto something here because within a year of not knowing a thing about business, I joined the army at 17 years old as a grunt. I know, I knew 12 months ago, I knew nothing. And so over the last few months through studying others more successful than me, I put together a few tools and then now that is the origins of the success roadmap. And I'm now sharing the tools that I use to keep myself accountable, to keep you accountable and to build that blueprint. Because the beautiful thing about it, what I love is I read, I edit, I change my success roadmap constantly. And whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed or a little bit lost, I go back to my success roadmap. I know where I'm heading. I've got my battle tracking task list that keeps me focused. And the beauty of it is, is, is when you do that weekly check zero or how often you check zero, it becomes ingrained in your brain. It becomes subconscious. These tasks you know you must do to achieve your mission, to achieve your goal, they actually become subconscious. I find myself, if I get real busy in a month, I won't check it. I'll be real honest here. I don't check it. I'm too busy. I still serve in the army. I run a business. I have a family. And I am in a recovery phase post-surgery, so working hard to get back to fighting fit. But the month goes by. I open it back up. Success roadmap, look through my battle tracking task list, we're into the second quarter now, almost through the second quarter, and I'm running down my list, and I'm just ticking off the boxes as I go, because all these tasks that I've read again and again and again, and I've edited, and I've gotten more detailed, and more precise, and life happens, and something changes, so I tweak my plan, but when I come back, and have a look, I've achieved those tasks because my subconscious knows exactly what I need to do to be successful. The first thing I want to touch on here, guys, and this comes from reading a lot of your guys' whys, and I and I love that your why is external to you, but I want to I want to hone a point home, and it's it's that age old story of the planes going down. There's no oxygen. You must put on your oxygen, your own oxygen mask first before you can put on someone else's. And I want you to understand that. And I'm not saying this so you need to change your why to be all about you, 
because I believe there is no greater purpose in this life than living your life in the service of others. It's all I've done my entire life and it and it, it has created a life for me that I never imagined as a kid growing up in the circumstances I grew up in. But many of you, your whys, I feel them, I can relate to them, but every part of your why belongs to somebody else. Everything you're doing is for someone else. Now, I want you to take a moment to think about you. Why are you doing this for you? Because the ultimate end state for any goal should be happiness. And that that happiness should be internal. It should belong to you. And that's not selfish. Because if you're not happy, then how can the people around you be happy? Yes, you may be doing it for your kids. Man, my kids are a huge source of motivation for me. I want to give them a life I never had as a kid. I want to give them a loving home. A warm, loving home. I want them to experience things. I want them to be happy. I want them to feel loved. But if I don't do what I need to do to be happy, then I won't be happy and I will reflect that upon them. And then all my goals, my dreams for this family, for this household will be lost. And so remember, whilst your why, whilst your fuel may be external for your kids, for your family, for other people, and maybe for other people. You may be single, you're in the military, but you're a leader and you want to lead other men and women. You want to be the example they hold themselves to. And you just want to serve to the best of your ability. You want to lead to the best of your ability. And there's no better way to do that than to be the walking example of what every man and woman holds themselves to. But... It starts with you. It all begins within you. Never forget that. The next point, and it ties into what we're just talking about, but happiness does not lay beyond you. Happiness is not external. Happiness lays within you. There is no materialistic item. There is no person, there is no thing, there is no place you can travel that will bring you happiness if you are not happy with who you are and with what you are. That is why this focus of your goals, of this training cycle, of a success roadmap, this is the first step. So it must be within you. We must be working on you. Now, reading through your success roadmaps, there was some some of them, there's a lot of great detail. And then there's a few of them that were lacking a bit of detail. And to me, when, to me, firstly, the devil is in the detail. The fact that you want to be X, Y, Z doesn't mean anything without the detail. It is an idea. It is not even a goal. It's just an idea. 
For example, if you want to be a Green Beret, that's that's not a goal without the detail. Without the detail, it is an idea. And so I need you to get real specific. I need timelines. I need dates. And then the next thing I want you to do is when you've got your why, you've got your goal, you've got your battle tracking task list split into quarters. Now, it doesn't have to be the the example is over one year and then each quarter of the year, each three months. But if your goal is shorter than that, then just break the quarters up into whatever time frame your goal's in. And then once you've done that and you've got your mission critical, your three things you must achieve, of all else fails, you must achieve those things or your goal will fail. And then coming down the list, behaviours, we must stop. Behaviours, we must start. And then five, future investments. Investment doesn't have to be monetary. It can be time. It can be effort. But then at the end of it, when your blueprint is sitting in front of you and you've got so much detail in this plan that the path is so clear that all is left to do is walk it, I want you to ask yourself one last thing. What's the alternative? Staring down at this goal, this plan, every stepping stone laid out, the foundations, Ask yourself now, what is the alternative? What would your life look like if you do not achieve this goal? How will it make you feel? Will you feel angry? Will you feel depressed? Will you feel lost? Will you feel like you're living a life not worth living? Will you feel like you feel now? What is hellish existence awaits you if you do not achieve this goal. And a hellish existence can be defined however you want to define it. For me, a hellish existence is living a life without purpose, without meaning, being mediocre. To me, that is hell. To me, that is being the walking dead and if this vision of this alternate alternate perspective on not achieving your goal does not create some emotion inside you, then this ain't your goal. This is not your goal. It's someone else's goal or it's a goal you want to do for an external reason. It is not within you. It doesn't belong to you and you need to start again. Because for me... Warfighter, this community, what we're building, this movement that we're building of people like fucking detesting mediocrity, wanting to be the best they can be. It doesn't matter if you're in the military or not, but just living the best life you can be, being a fucking all-round weapon, having the physical skill sets to live the life that you want to live, to be able to do anything that you want to do, having the mindset to go after your goals, to have the confidence to go after your goals, to have the confidence 
to speak your mind, to have the confidence in yourself so that you believe in yourself because self-belief is a powerful tool. But this whole movement that we're creating right now, the alternative to me is hell. I cannot imagine my life without warfighter. This mission means far too much to me. Changing your life means far too much to me. It is my duty. It is my purpose. It is my fire. It lights my soul. It's what gets me out of the out of bed in the morning. I tell you what, when I started Warfighter, I'd be sitting there working till 12, 1 in the morning. I'd go to sleep. 5 a.m., bang, I'm back awake. Ideas whizzing through my head. I'm back on the computer. I'm building out the website. I've come up with a, a product design, an idea, and I'm executing it. 5 a.m. Might have four, five, six hours sleep. Six was a good night's sleep. Why? Because I was excited. I was passionate. I felt good. This is what I wanted to do. And this is how I knew the alternative to this was not a life I was interested in. It's all or nothing. And so I want you to ask yourself that. What's the alternative for you? What's that emotion inside you? All right, team. The next part I want to go into in the closing bit is when we go big. Okay, when we go big, there is always the chance of failure. Okay, but there's a difference between failing and quitting. When you go big, it's just mathematical. The probability of failure is much higher. But why aim small when you can aim big? Because if you aim big, if you fall short, you're a hell of a long way from where you started. If you aim small, you might be a couple of steps down the street. Okay, and so... I'm not going to say who, again, respecting confidentiality, but uh, one of the guys who wrote in tonight, and I get it, I feel it, I am the same, but dealing with failure, okay, I, I hate failure, everyone hates failure, you just don't feel good about yourself, but it's short-lived, okay, and I want to give you some tips on dealing with failure, should you experience a setback along this road, should you fall short of your goal along this road, this is not the end. I want you to know that. If you fail, it is not the end. We're going to pick ourselves up and we're going to go again. Okay, here's my top tips for dealing with failure. The first one is time. If you fail something and you feel like shit and you don't feel good about yourself, tell yourself, literally tell yourself, that's okay. You've just failed something. You really cared about it. It meant something to you. Not just in your head, but in your heart. It means something to you. So this failure hurts. And that's good because that shows you that it means something. If it didn't hurt, it obviously didn't mean anything to you. So let it hurt. But the next part, don't let it hurt too long. You must get on with it. You must get on with it. What did you learn? This is where you sit down. Okay, I failed something. You go through the cycle. You don't feel good about yourself. You feel angry. You feel pissed off. You feel sad. It's time to move on. You must get on with it. Okay, now, what did you learn? Sit down. Write out the experience. Write what you felt. Write what you learned. What did you learn about yourself? 
the next part. What will you take away? So what did you take away from this failure? Because the beautiful thing about a failure is it's not wasted time. There's always a lesson learned. There's always a takeaway. And to be honest, if you're not failing, if you're not finding failure, then you're not pushing yourself far enough. So you need to push yourself harder. The next part. What is the path forward? Okay, you are where you are. We're now at point A. We hit failure. We now know what we learned. We now know the takeaway. We now need to go, okay, I'm here. Where am I going? What's the way forward? Again, this is not the end for you. You've just stumbled along the path. We all stumble along the path. I have stumbled many times along the path. Stumbling, failing does not make you a quitter. You haven't quit yet. You must keep going. And now that you have your path from where you are now, it's time to take that next bound. We've got our head up. We've looked. We know where we're bounding to next and we're up and we're fucking into it. So what are we doing now? It's back to execution. Execute, execute, execute. The thing that's going to fuck you with failure and the thing that's going to get you down with failure is when you dwell on it. Okay, how long are you going to sit there and dwell on the past? And it's that beautiful saying, stop looking backwards, you're not going that way. It's the same with failure. Yes, if it meant something to you and it hurts in your heart and it hurts in your soul that you failed because you were so convinced that you were going to achieve it. But you just fell a little bit short. Get pissed off. Use that fuel. But don't sit there feeling sorry for yourself. Get on with it. What did you learn? What were your main takeaways? Now what's the new path forward? And now execute that new plan along that new path. Because what's the alternative? Let's be real here. You failed something. So what? You're not dead. You're alive. You're living. You still have the gift of life. Team, this is a more heartfelt one passionate about this I love 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 what you guys have written in again I want you to go deeper deeper into thought deeper into feeling what does this mean to you pen to paper make sure we've got all our stepping stones there and then let's step off and get the fuck after it onward onward